0: ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Monday, June 19th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Here until 6 o'clock. We'll get your text in this hour, 304-396. Talk 304-396. 8255, busy weekend in the world of sports in the Mountain State. We'll talk a little bit later on about the search for a new basketball coach at WVU as WVU men's head basketball coach Bob Huggins resigning Saturday night after a arrest in Pittsburgh on a DUI charge. We'll get into that with you. And again, our text line, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We've got Pirates baseball to look forward to tonight. The Pirates losing to the Brewers on Sunday, 5-2. Pirates are home tonight. They've got the Cubs, 705 1st pitch, we'll have it for you right here at ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. And staying with Pittsburgh for just a second, the Pirates are calling up heralded prospect Henry Davis. He's the top pick. And the 2021 draft, trying to help the team. Lost six straight games. And once upon a time, top spot of the NL Central, not anymore. So Pirates trying to bolster the lineup. We'll get into a little bit of that later on as time permits. But we're going to talk martial football these first couple of segments with you. And again, one more time, the text line 304-396-TALK-304-396-8255. We got some good news today. You know, it's magazine season, and I'll say this. Yes, I'm not a big fan of the magazines. No, I'm not going to ignore them. Yes, I'm going to buy them. One guy I do respect that does a great job as far as the magazines are concerned is Phil Steele. And his stuff's coming out, and he constantly updates. That's the one thing I like about him. He's constantly updating. He's got an online service as well. So it's not just a static thing that he puts out there, and here you go. Enjoy it. We'll talk to you next year. This guy is constantly doing it. And so when his stuff comes out, you pay attention. Today, Marshall cornerback Micah Abraham earning recognition in preseason honors. He is named – a 2023 fourth-team preseason All-American by Field Steel Publications. Additionally, Abraham leads a strong contingent of Marshall players named to the 2023 All-Sunbelt preseason first team. Now, Micah in 2022 received honorable mention All-American and All-Sunbelt first-team honors after an impressive season with six interceptions, tying him for third in FBS, his total of 10 pass breakups and 36 tackles showcase what he could do on the defensive side of the ball. So we're going to get into a little bit more about some of these selections. First team, Phil Steele and the Sun Belt. Rasheen Ali at running back. Defensive end Owen Porter, quarterback Micra, Micah Abraham. Second team, Ethan Driscoll, offensive lineman. Linebacker Eli Neal making second team of Phil Steele's all-sunbelt team. Third team, Logan Osborne, offensive lineman. And Tali Keaton making the list as well. So, congratulations to all those young men. It's an honor to be in a Phil Steele team. Because the guy puts the work in and does a lot of research. And it's constant. It just doesn't stop with him so this is a pretty big deal Uh, a lot of people will stand up and take notice of this because it is coming from phil Steele. so we're going to get into a a lot of that and as i mentioned we're going to get your text in 304-396-talk 304-396-8255 good to have some football news to talk about i thought i was just going to talk about bob huggins all day to be honest with you that's where i was going with the majority of this show and we'll still get into that and so we should we have to But that was what my timeline looked like this weekend. It was all Bob Huggins. Now, I deliberately stepped a little bit away from social media. I kept an eye on it here or there, but I wasn't truly on it, and I still couldn't get away from it because it was such a big deal. Bob Huggins, unfortunately, sabotaging himself. And that's the best way I can describe it. I've met Bob a few times. I don't have a relationship with Bob Huggins. I've met him a few times. And to be honest with you, the man was always personable to me. He was always personable. He wouldn't remember me from anybody. The brief encounters I had with him, courteous, professional, personable, was a likable guy. And I think I've said that before, so I'm not – I guess the best way to describe it is I'm consistent here on this. I know he's a WVU guy, and that that really just digs in the crawl of some of you, and I get that. I really do because Marshall WVU used to play basketball, and then Bob Huggins got upset with what Dan Dan D'Antoni said about being scared. He took that conversation a little wrong, and this basketball series is over. One thing, I don't think WVU was ever scared. Second of all, I don't think Dan was actually trying to question anybody's manhood here. It just got misconstrued, and this was just an easy out. So, you know what? That's that's something I'll add to the topic list. Is is that going to open the door for maybe a future series between Marshall and West Virginia now that Bob Huggins is out of the way? Does that open it up? Think about that. Keep that in mind. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. But, yeah, that's where we were going today for the most part. Didn't, we got all the football stuff. So I'm happy about that. So we're going to get into a lot of that. But if you were on social media, I think a lot of people were taking an opportunity to dunk on Bob Huggins. Absolutely take an opportunity here get a DUI arrest, you have a coach that misspoke, and I'm, I'm putting it nicely here because when you utter homophobic slurs, I don't care what the context is, when you utter them, you know what's coming out of your mouth. So you know. However he feels, however he, yeah, locker room talk, I, I don't care. You know when you pop that out of your mouth that, honestly, you messed up. And he should have known better. He's a visible figure in the state of West Virginia. He's the most visible or was the most visible figure in the athletics of the state of West Virginia. Bar none, he was the most visible figure. And so, now a lot of people were taking the opportunity to dunk on him because, of course... It's easy. A lot of people like to make fun of his weight. A lot of people like to make fun of his previous issues with alcohol. And this is low-hanging fruit for a lot of people. And that was part of my timeline. My timeline on social media, the part that I did see, a lot of it was people just dunking on Bob Huggins. Now, on the other side of that, I'll say this there were a lot of people, I think more so, that understood that Bob Huggins needs help. It's sad to see a a coach that had such a career, Hall of Fame career, just self-destruct this way. It's sad, honestly. And this man needs help. And I hope he gets it. I hope anybody that goes down this path, gets the help. It's just amplified, and we highlight it more because it's Bob Huggins. It's a well-known figure in the state of West Virginia who is the most visible, or if not the most, one of the most visible citizens in the state of West Virginia. It would be, I would think Bob Huggins would rank above Jim Justice. Now, Jim Justice is, of course, the political figurehead of the state of West Virginia, along with Joe Manchin, Shelley Moore Capito. From a political standpoint, they're pretty big. Bob Huggins, I think, was bigger than all of them, visibility-wise. More people knew Bob Huggins was. Texter writes in, We want to participate in football and basketball versus West Virginia. Go hurt. I don't know if the football series is going to happen anytime soon, but I would think there should be an opening in basketball, and especially with Bob Huggins out of the way. There should be an opening in basketball now. If he was the roadblock for this series, it should happen. Now, of course, we're talking about, hey, let's get this series going again a few days after this incident. And first of all, let's be grateful that Bob Huggins did wasn't involved in an incident that could have ended someone's life. Let's be grateful for that. As we talk about, hey, maybe this guy, now that he is stepping away, hopefully getting the help he needs, is going to open up a basketball series with West Virginia and Marshall. So we'll get into some of that. I got a couple of things I want to talk about. I I want to talk about his legacy. I want to talk about what this is going to do for the team. Who's going to step up and take this job? Who's going to step up and take this job? And we're going to get into a lot of football talk with Marshall, a lot of players on the Thundering Herd roster, getting the recognition that I think that they've earned on the Phil Steele preseason all Sunbelt conference team, including Micah Abraham. So we'll get into all of that. Plus your text, 304-396-TALK, 304 396 8255. We got more coming up on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Monday, June 19th edition, The Drive on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. Our text line this hour is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. You can also find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. Big news earlier today, we got the updated preseason teams from Phil Steele. I'm looking forward to his magazine, I Am. It's a gigantic Bible of college football. Man does not sleep, I don't think. So I'm looking forward to seeing what everything he's put into it and then some. But first of all, Micah Abraham earning recognition as a 2023 fourth team preseason All American. So that's a big deal to be named by Phil Steele. His name carries a lot of weight. And then seven players selected in the Sun Belt preseason teams, Rashina Ali, Owen Porter, Micah Abraham, make first team, second team, Ethan Driscoll, Eli Neal, and then third team, Logan Osborne and Talit Keaton. Micah Abraham, is he a rising star in the Marshall defense or is he already the biggest star there? because to be recognized as a preseason all-american doesn't matter what position you're on the chart first, second, third or fourth if you get there you're among elite company and to be named by Phil Steele isn't just someone randomly on the internet that has a website or a podcast this is a pretty big deal honorable mention all american all sunbelt first team in 2022 Finished tied for third in FBS and interceptions with six. That's pretty big deal. 36 tackles, 10 pass breakups. So if he's not a rising star, then he is just a glorified star on the Marshall defense. And then you have standouts like Rasheen Ali, Owen Porter, and then Micah Abraham on the first team. First of all, Rasheen Ali... I'm excited just to watch him with the ball. And I know in years past, Marshall football has been a pass-happy brand of football. But over the last few years, which is a run-oriented offense, and hopefully we'll still see a lot of the passing game, but as a run-oriented offense, I have enjoyed watching this team develop in that aspect. And I can't wait to see what Rasheen Ali has in store for us this season. And then if you want to talk about defense, if it's not Micah Abraham you're talking about, it's Owen Porter. His personality alone makes him a superstar and just what he's able to do as a leader. Rasheen comes back, perseverance, I think, with Porter, it's just leadership. And that's not to discount anything he's done statistically, but to quote Wayne Gretzky, to quote Wayne Gretzky, stats are for losers. It's what he does when he does it that matters. And Owen Porter is a leader on the defensive side of the ball. And to put him right there with Micah Abraham, you have leaders. And it's not what they do, it's when they do it, how they do it. That's really important. And then you have to have someone on the offensive line that can really protect. And I think that's Ethan Driscoll right there. That's Ethan Driscoll. And we can talk about the offense all we want, but I think it comes back to we have to talk about the defense. And there he is, Eli Neal. Another leader on the defense. Another leader. Absolutely. This is the thing. You look at these guys, and Coach might disagree with me. He knows them better than I do, but all of the players that were nominated today or named to the preseason team, they're leaders. Driscoll is reliable on the offensive line. Eli Neal, again, another leader. You can have more than one leader. You have a group of men who lead, sometimes by example. And Let's not forget that you have Logan Osborne and Talit Keaton that have a lot of upside, I think. I think there's a lot of potential there. So this is a pretty good list. So what stands out to you? Where do you think Marshall's headed based off this recognition from Phil Steele? 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Does this maybe kind of clue you in what the national perception of Marshall might be? And again, three on the first team, that's impressive. Seven overall, Micah Abraham on the All-American team, fourth team, which in itself is an accomplishment. And the fact that you have these guys coming back. I'm excited for the defense. I'm excited to see what Abraham can do. And honestly, I wish Marshall could keep Owen Porter for the rest of days. I don't know how you could make that happen, but eventually he's got to go. But I wish Marshall could keep Owen Porter for the rest of days. And I'm sure you agree as well, because just what he brings, it's not just what he does on the field, it's how he does it, what he means, what he brings. Leadership, veteran, knowledge, whatever you want to call it. So that's kind of an overview of what Marshall can look forward to. I'm thinking with more of these preseason teams that are coming out and named. And again, this isn't the only one, but this is a highly regarded one because, again, it comes from Phil Steele. He basically puts together the Bible, the cheat sheet for all of us. Even though I just said and quoted Wayne Gretzky, stats are for losers. Um, he puts together a really nice stat package, but again, yeah, are you are you putting a guy like Micah Abraham on a on a All-American team based on stats alone, or what he brings and when he brings it? Do you name a guy like Owen Porter to the first team based on stats alone, or what he brings when he brings it? I think you gotta look at some of that stuff. 304-396 talk 304-396-8255. Don't forget we've got baseball coming up for you tonight right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM930. The Cubs will face off against the Pirates. 705 first pitch. 640 airtime here on ESPN 94.1 and AM930. Pittsburgh 34 and 36 overall, 18 and 16 at home. However, in their last 10 games, the Pirates have a 2-8 record with a 234 batting average and a 6.21 ERA. They have been outscored by 26 runs. We'll get more into the Pirates later on. We'll talk about Marshall football with you on our text line, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Bob Huggins. One of the biggest names in sports in the state of West Virginia, not just for WVU, but statewide, resigning after the latest incident and his recent troubles, a DUI charge. We'll talk about what this means to his legacy and what's next for WVU when we continue on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our text line continues to be wide open for you, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. A couple of texters have chimed in and have echoed the sentiments of some earlier that now that Bob Huggins is no longer the head coach at West Virginia University, they'd like to see the Marshall Series resume with the WVU Mountaineers. Would you like to see that? Text is open 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's add that to our list of things. Now that it is gone, do you think that animosity between, or any perceived animosity. And I didn't think there was really much animosity when the two teams met in the NCAA tournament. I think they got past that to a degree. And Bob even said, look, you know, we'd love to have them. We'd love to have them as an opponent. They can come play us, though, at, yeah, at the Coliseum. Bigger venue? Yeah. Definitely bigger venue. And again, I know some of you aren't going to be happy with me for perceived love for the Mountaineers since we're in the heart of herd country, but the Coliseum is a, a very, very nice arena. So I get it. I would love to have seen this continue in a neutral location. Absolutely. In Charleston, sure. I think it would have been better if this series could have gotten to the point where it was campus only, There was that rotation for a while where it would be in Huntington, it would be in Morgantown, it would be in Charleston. Okay, that's fair. I get it. I understand why we're doing that. We have to have this game during legislative session, so obviously lawmakers can come in, show their support for whatever side they're on. I get that. But I think this series would have been best served to be on campus. If it's ever going to be played again, hopefully that's the case. Home and home, if it's going to be played. But with Bob's out of the way now, because of the DUI charge, what does that do for his legacy? That doesn't take away his accomplishments as a Hall of Fame caliber coach. He's a Hall of Famer. Not only in name, he is a Hall of Fame coach in accomplishments, Successful to a degree. He never won the Nat he never won the national championship, but he was highly successful at Cincinnati. He was highly successful at West Virginia. They weren't getting to the Final Four as of late. They hadn't been able to, to get all the way through over the last few years, but tremendous career. If he stepped down tomorrow. With no controversy, it would have been a Hall of Fame legacy career here. Now, you know, does he come back? Does he try to come back? I don't know. But are we going to remember him for what he meant as a coach, what he meant for the game of basketball, or are we going to remember him for the homophobic slur, the misspeaking on the radio? And, again, I'm being nice about it, saying misspeaking. You get on the radio. You don't do that. And, of course, I'm a little bit more sensitive to that only because, well, that's my career. That's what I do. I speak on the radio. So I have a lot more opinions than I let on. I do have opinions. There are a lot of things I like to say to a lot of people who listen to this show. But that's just not how you do it. And then Bob gets on 700 WLW, and it's like locker room talk there. And that's fine. You know what? If you want to talk to your boys, it's not my business. But with that said, and again, if you want to talk to your boys that way in private, I don't care. It's not my business. You do you. But he gets on there, misspeaks, and I'll qualify that one more time. I am being very the gracious when I say he misspeaks. And he's on, a, he's on a really short leash now. He's got to walk the straight and narrow, and then DUI. So, suspension, DUI, can't really bounce back from that one, can you? Bob... Did it to himself, and he needs a lot of help. He needs a lot of help. This is a man who needs, and I hope this is the ultimate wake-up call, this is a man who needs help. And so now, trying to scramble to keep the Mountaineer basketball team intact, that's going to be a challenge right there. Absolutely. And if I understand this correctly, following the coaching change, players on the roster have a 30-day extension to enter the transfer portal, potentially shaking this thing up. If I understand that correctly, 30-day extension. Now, this team was supposed to be really good. There was a lot of potential here, and there still could be a lot of potential here if you can hold this thing together. And there are some names that have been thrown out there. We'll, we'll get into it. West Virginia Athletic Director Ren Baker is going to have his hands full trying to figure this out as far as coaches that could come in, possibly. I've even heard John Beeline's name thrown out there, and that's not a terrible idea, to be quite honest. Uh, Beeline, a really good coach. And, again, another another really good guy. Brief interactions with him. I have never had a bad interaction with a WVU basketball coach. Never. Ever. Gail Catlett. The guy was a gentleman when I would go to Charleston, when I got to go to Charleston and cover Marshall, West Virginia. The guy was a gentleman. John Beeline. Class act. Bob Huggins, always, always personal, always nice. Never a bad interaction with these guys. And I'm the Marshall guy, right? Some of you like to remind me that. You know who you are. I'm the Marshall guy. But yeah, I have had really good interactions with these guys. And it's it's safe to say that this is a pretty appealing job. There's... A history, there's a legacy, a history, and there's potential there. And you're in the Big 12. Our text lines 304-396 talk 304-396-8255. Texture says, I'd love to see the series start again, but it's not going to happen. WVU doesn't want to play. WVU doesn't want to play, or does that stem from Bob Huggins not wanting to play? Is it Ren Baker, athletic director, that doesn't want to play? Or is it Bob Huggins that doesn't want to play? Well, Bob's gone. I'm not saying it, it's going to happen, but what do you think? 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Does WVU stand a chance of getting a Tom Crean? Honestly, I think anyone that is serious about landing at a good spot will take that seriously in looking at WVU's availability opening. I mean, there are a lot of names that have come out on this, and we'll get into some of them here on the other side of the break. But that's a name I hadn't had show up on my list just yet but I'm intrigued by it and yeah I would think WVU would have a shot again this isn't this isn't a job in which you have to go out and truly rebuild you have the resources you have the facility you have the money you have a conference That is one of the best. You're very competitive in that conference, or you were. Don't know how that's going to pan out with the loss of Huggins and any impact on the roster, but I would think WVU would have a chance of enticing a lot of names. A lot of names can look at this and go, okay, this is an opportunity that I've got to take seriously. Absolutely. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We'll add that to the list. That's definitely going to be on the list of names you got to look out for. More coming up, including your text. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. OUR TEXT LINE IS OPEN 304-396-TALK 304-396-8255. THIS IS THE DRIVE ON ESPN 94.1 AND AM 930. DON'T FORGET COMING UP TONIGHT THE PIRATES ARE BACK IN ACTION. TAKING ON THE Cubs. 705 FIRST PITCH. 640 AIRTIME. IT'S THE BOSS'S FAVORITE TEAM. AND YOU CAN LISTEN TO THE BOSS'S FAVORITE TEAM RIGHT HERE AT ESPN 94.1. And AM 930. No kidding. It is his favorite team. I'm not making that up. Reds beat the Astros in 10 innings, 9-7. Reds take on Colorado 7-10 tonight. The Guardians beat the Diamondbacks 12-3. Cleveland's got the day off. And then checking in on the Charleston Dirty Birds. And the Atlantic League. Lancaster beat the Dirty Birds 11-0. Ouch. Dirty Birds return home to take on York. That's tomorrow, 6-35. And uh, staying with baseball, Pirates looking to try to right the ship, called up their heralded prospect, Henry Davis. He was the top pick in the 2021 draft, trying to figure out how to get off the losing streak. Six straight games and losing out on that top spot, that so many Pirate fans were worried that Pirates would blow, and so far, it kind of looks that way. Again, we've got the game for you tonight, coming up 640's airtime right here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. So we've been talking about the legacy of Bob Huggins. We've been talking about, is this a good job for another coach to come in, a, a really good coach? Not just an up-and-comer, but a new coach that can maybe keep the ship at least afloat i don't think that's what we're shooting for here but is there a coach out there that can come in and maybe take this program keep it going and elevate it you want to try to hire better always want to try to hire better improve your situation and of course. Eventually, this had to play out. You're going to have to find a new coach for WVU eventually. You just didn't know it would be this quick. And, of course, with a career that is Hall of Fame worthy, Hall of Fame worthy career, that's why he's a Hall of Famer, it's going to be remembered for an anti-gay slur and an arrest for driving under the influence. That's what we're going to talk about with Bob Huggins. So the program right now, while not in disarray, it could be quickly if there's not a a new replacement that can come in and take advantage of the vacuum here, take a team, and run with it, keep it together, and run with it. So some of the names that came up, Tom Crean came up in text. And there is some interest. Uh, I was doing some research during the break. There is some interest there. Uh, Jeff Bowles' name came up, Ohio coach. We'd be okay with Jeff Bowles, right? We like Jeff Bowles. Even if he was um, to be the coach at WVU, we'd like Jeff Bowles. I'd be okay with that. I thought that was an interesting name that came up. And I'm like, you know, I can see that. Jeff is a Jeff's a good coach. John Gross's name came up from Akron. That'd be a good hire, don't you think? What about Jared Calhoun? His name's come up, Youngstown State. Andy Kennedy from UAB's come up. Steve Forbes' name, I saw that come up from Wake Forest. Uh, Chris Jans from Mississippi State. What about Bob Ritchie from Furman? What do you think? Would you do it? Would you pull the trigger on that one? What about Richie McKay from Liberty? Would you pull the trigger there? There's some of the names that have come up. Not all of them, but those are some of the names that have come up. How difficult is it going to be to bring in a coach to take this program over? How hard will it be to bring in someone to be the guy after the guy? John Beeline was a heck of a coach. So it was going to be difficult to bring in someone after Beeline, but West Virginia was able to bring Bob Huggins home. And it was perfect. Absolutely. It was perfect to bring him home. Now you got to bring someone in. Who's going to be the guy that comes in after the guy? Do you want to be the guy that comes in after the guy? If you are confident in yourself, if you've got that attitude and that disposition about yourself and you think you can come in, well, take that back. Don't think. No. If you know you can come in and not only do as well but do better, yeah, you want to be the guy after the guy, right? You don't want to just come in and, and keep keep it warm. Okay, let's keep it going. Let's just, let's just be, let's be consistent here. No, you want to definitely – come in and take that challenge. But realistically, it's going to be tough. you got to find someone that's going to come in and excite the Mountaineer fan base and it's going to excite these players that are on the roster. Because, again, if I understand this correctly, players have a 30-day extension after a coaching change, have a 30-day extension to enter the transfer portal. So there could be a shakeup here. There could be a situation where... You're coming in, and it's going to be a rebuild. It's not going to be, okay, let's take this Let's take this machine here, this, this really nice car that we've got here that Bob left in the garage. Let's take this, and we'll tune it up a little bit. We'll go get some fresh oil, rotate the tires, just complete tune-up. We'll give it a tune-up, but we'll get this really nice car here, and— it's in great condition, by the way. It's Bob, Bob kept it really well taken care of in the garage. Instead, if these players leave, then you come and you show up and the garage door is open. Okay, well, why is the garage door open? Well, because the doors are open, players are leaving. And by the way, the car, look at the car now. It's been stripped for parts. It's got a flat. There are lots of, lots of scratches on the finish. Cars busted up. I thought I was getting a nice car. I'm coming in here. I got to, I got to, I got to get a tow truck, take this thing to the garage, and, you know, the paint was original, so the paint's not going to be original anymore. Tires are expensive. I gotta go get new tires. Those are those are gonna cost. That's the situation we're looking at here. We're looking at a job that's really appealing. It's honestly it's the best. Right now, of all the sports, it's probably the best college sports job in the state of West Virginia. I'm gonna get heat for that. Fine. It's probably the best sports job in the state of West Virginia. Will it continue to be? I'm not sure. The basketball job in Morgantown is better right now than the football job. It's much better. Is it going to stay that way? That's the question. Don't forget, you can find me on Twitter. You hear something you like, you can agree with me, you can find me there. You hear something you don't like, you can disagree with me, you can find me there. At Paul Swan's, our Twitter handle, you can find me there all the time. And, of course, don't forget, if you missed any part of today's program, you can go back and catch it, or if you can't listen to it, and you have to miss a day or two. You don't want to miss anything, go and get it on our podcast. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, it's where you're going to find The Drive with Paul Swan and of course, it's absolutely free. Absolutely free. I had to explain that cuz again, when I say, "Hey, subscribe to the podcast." How much how much money you're talking, Paul? I should charge for that. I'd give you bonus stuff if I did that. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate everyone being with me. Back with you tomorrow here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.